You're listening to the Ministry Grow Show, brought to you by Reliant Creative, the creative agency for gospel-centered ministries. Find out more at ReliantCreative.org. Welcome to the Ministry Grow Show, a podcast dedicated to helping churches and ministries grow and make more effective impacts for the kingdom of God in an ever-changing digital world. Whether you're building and growing a gospel-centered ministry or leading a church, if you want insight into the strategies, struggles, challenges, and successes of other ministry leaders, you've come to the right place. Welcome back to the Ministry Growth Show. Today on the show, I'm talking with Kevin Haran. He's the founder and executive director of Ergatis. Kevin, thanks for being on the show. Thanks. Yeah, it's great to be here. Appreciate it. Can you tell us a little bit about Ergatis and uh, what you guys do, why you exist? Share a little bit of background to the ministry. Sure. Yeah. So Ergatis exists um, with the goal of encouraging every Christian to support a missionary and also helping missionaries to be able to reach their full funding so that they can get to their harvest fields uh, sooner. So we really believe that there's um, a lot of joy and blessing um, in the idea of giving and, uh, you know, that uh, we want we want Christians to be able to experience this, this joy and blessing. Um, you know, it's one thing in the Bible that actually uh, tells Christians to test God on, you know, usually the Bible says, you know, don't test the Lord your God, but this one thing on giving, it says, test me in this and see if I won't open the floodgates of heaven uh, and, and brought so many blessings. You won't know what to do with them. So um, we really try to communicate that message. And, and blessings is sometimes misinterpreted as just financial blessings. You know, like if you give God $10, you're guaranteed $100 back. But, but it, blessings can be joy, peace, improved relationships, you know, all kinds of, of really good things. So, um, and we also see giving as a, a stepping stone to uh, growing your faith. Um, so you know, faith faith grows um, can grow in small steps is the most is the easiest way to do that. So you know, giving ten dollars a month uh, is not too hard, and you can see that God provides. And then if you give fifty dollars a month or hundred dollars a month, and as you see God's faithfulness in those things, um, your faith grows, right? And then you you can exercise faith in, in greater things in other areas and so on. So. Um, so that's something that we really try to communicate. Um, and giving to missionaries specifically is, is important to us because if you look at the, the global um, amount of money given by Christians globally, um, only 0.36% of that actually goes towards global missions. Um, so, that, so most of the money being donated really isn't going into Great Commission work. Um, so we just feel like there's a real need there. Um, yeah. And then the flip side of that is as as Christians donate more or, you know, partner with missionaries more, um, they are able to raise their support more quickly and reach their mission field quickly um, and be able to share the gospel with Jesus, uh, you know, with people sooner. And, also, yeah. and so are these missionaries, um, Orgatis is not a sending organization, right? They, they could, right. These missionaries could be with any number of mission organizations or are they individual missionaries off on their own? Like, what does that kind of look like? Right. Yeah. They're not our missionaries yet. Um, so missionaries can come from any agency. Um, there, we, we try to, to work with missionaries who are, who are with some sending mission agencies so that we know that there's accountability and, uh, and oversight there. Um, we know, you know, what kind of work they're doing. Um, but yeah, um, our, our goal is kind of to make, make uh, missionaries be visible across organization so that if you're looking for a specific kind of missionary um, 
say you're, you know, you're interested in mission work in a specific country, or you're a tech person and you want to, you want to, you relate to somebody else doing tech work and missions, um, you can use Ergatis to search across organizations and things to find somebody very specific. And, and we, we kind of, we call these sort of people strategic partners. So they have some kind of strategy in mind that they're looking for. Okay. Can you flesh that out a little bit, what that strategic partner looks like? Sure. Uh, yeah. So strategic partners are someone who, who are looking beyond the, the usual circle of friends, family, church um, to find a missionary. So oftentimes, you know, people find missionaries based on people they know, which is good. You know, and that's a, that's a valuable way to find missionaries. But um, if you have a specific passion, ministry passion in mind, you often need to go look beyond that. And currently, um, there's not really many good tools for searching for missionaries. So if your thing you're looking for doesn't line up with an entire organization, it can be very difficult. Like, for example, if you have a passion for unreached people groups, you can usually find a, an organization like Pioneers, for example, who's entirely focused on that. But if you have a heart for a specific country like Zambia or something, for example, um, and you want to try to find missionaries who are working there, you would have to, to search across a, a large number of organizations to find somebody who's working in that country. Or if you, you know, you're a, a doctor and you want to you know, support somebody who's using medicine and missions or things like that. So, um, so a strategic partner is someone who's looking with these kind of specific goals in mind. And we're trying to provide the tools, uh, sorry, provide the tools to uh, enable them to, to find those, those people, those missionaries. Uh, okay, and cool. And how did you guys begin? Like, what what are what was the original idea that birthed this vision for the organization and and got you moving in the direction of building this these platforms and this idea? Yeah, I first had the idea of something like this back in 2011 when my wife and I started raising our own support and um, uh, being a kind of a computer guy. Um, I, I just kind of thought to myself, this sounds like kind of a classic matching problem, you know, like em employers looking for employees, uh, ride share services, you know, people that need a ride, people that can provide a ride. There's, the Internet is great at matching up people from that don't know each other uh, from these different areas. You know, <clears throat> so I thought, well, this is a perfect situation. We've got missionaries needing partners, you know, prayer and financial support and Christians who should be engaging in the Great Commission and supporting missionaries. Um, surely there must be some website out there helping these people find each other. Um, but I couldn't find anything at the time. And I didn't really have time to, to pursue it because um, I was just starting a job at that, at that time. So I kind of just put it in the back of my mind for a while. But then 2020, um, we, I had kind of an, op an opportunity because I was uh, shifting organizations from one organization to another. And so I had some time. So I thought I'll just kind of set something up and uh, we'll just see how far it goes. And, um, and it seemed like God just kept opening doors along the way. And it felt like that was something he wanted me to pursue. So I, I kept building it. And um, yeah, so that's how we got started. So we actually launched the site um, just in 20, 2021. Um, okay, awesome. So this is pretty, this is fairly new. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and what kind of... Um, what kind of uh, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Um, response is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> Sorry about that. What kind of response have you seen as since launching the site? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been slow growing. I'll say, um, yeah, we're, we're have a uh, hundred missionaries on the site now and we've had about seven confirmed donations uh, made, which is not a huge number, but it's, it's kind of a, a chicken and egg problem. You know, you have to have enough missionaries on the website to, um, to attract donors to, that, you know, that make sure that donors can find someone that they're looking for. And the other side is you need to show that people are donating to attract missionaries to sign up on the website. And you also have to have kind of both of those things to, to, sh to talk to other large organizations. Um, so you can say, look, this is actually working. Um, you know, you should recommend it to your, to your people or, or, or to mobilization type web uh, services where you could say, um, you know, if you, if you give a talk talking about uh, missions and, and how you can be involved, you know, you should send them to Ergatis to find a missionary. But unless you, until you can show the track record of that really working, it's hard for them to take you seriously. So that's kind of one of our, one of our challenges, but we are slowly growing uh, on both sides. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't, can, if I'm a missionary and I want to, I, I would have to come and apply or, or put myself on this platform. It doesn't, it doesn't pull from a database that already pre-exists. Right. So we, we approve our organizations um, and not individuals. So if, say we mm. approve, um, you know, pioneers, for example, um, once that organization is in the system, then any missionary serving with pioneers can come and sign up on their own. They don't need any further approval. Um, okay. So, and then, yeah, any organization that meets our requirements um, is able to, to apply. Uh, it's just a quick process you know, a couple of days usually, and we can set up a new organization. Interesting. Yeah, it's a great idea. So you mentioned that, that getting people, both missionaries, sending agencies and donors or, or partners um, aware of what Orgatis is, um, is a challenge. Are there some other challenges and struggles that you guys have run into as a ministry as you've developed this idea? Um, those are the main main two challenges. Yeah, is, is just raising awareness, uh, making people, you know, getting our name out there that people know we exist and uh, um, that it really is free. Um, we have, so our services are free for missionaries and and donors. Um, and sometimes people are eager or, or not, don't always believe it at first. I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're we're just um, we just want to see, you know, missionaries being able to get support more quickly. Um, we're, we're taking care of our own finances. Um, okay. Awesome. Um, from a, maybe a higher level, what are some of the modern challenges and struggles you've recognized with support raising? Um, and how are you guys, you've talked about how you're stepping, maybe creating a, an innovative or unique solution, but what are some of those big high level challenges and struggles that you've recognized and, and become aware of as, as both you've talked to missionaries and been um, in the support raising side of things yourself? 
Yeah, so support raising is definitely changing in the last many years. Um, so traditional support raising usually entailed, you know, talking to your sending church and then talking to your friends, family, and you know, sharing your passion for ministry and and you know, asking if they wanted to partner with you for with prayer or finance finances. Um, and this generally has worked in, well in the past and in kind of Christian-centric countries like America. Um, but things are, are, are changing both in America and outside of America. Um, so, it, you know, churches, for one thing, churches don't typically support uh, in large amounts like they used to. Um, so it used to be that you would have one or two churches providing the bulk of your support, and then you would, you would just fill in the gaps with some friends and family members. Um, but now churches are more like individuals. They're supporting a smaller amount. Um, and also, you know, a lot of a lot of missions is, is shifting to people being sent from other countries. And a lot of times in those countries, they don't have a lot of Christians around them. And so, you know, if they go to their friends and their family and their church and there's just, well, their friends or family at least, um, and there's no Christians there or no one who really believes in their ministry, how do they raise support from them, right? And in some countries, there's just, there's not a lot of um financial wealth there to start with. And so even if their friends are able to support, um, they may not be able to support them enough to go to wherever they're, they're trying to go to. Um, right. And so, so that model doesn't always work in every, every country and every time frame. Um, so the goal of the Gatis is to be able to widen the circle of potential partners to the, to the world, really, right? Be able to put your profile on the website and then anyone in the world can find you, see what kind of ministry you're doing, and if it's something they believe in, they have the opportunity to, to partner with you, um, whereas otherwise they would never know you existed. So as there's been a shift towards missions focusing on like local missionaries being missionaries to their local region or, or area in the world, like national partners rather than Western missionaries going to some inter international context, right. the the fundraising and support side of things has not caught up to that shift in how missions is is kind of functioning uh, right. a lot in the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That, I mean, you could see why there's um, some challenge and difficulty there. Like those, the, that's, if it doesn't catch up, then man that makes it makes it difficult um, yep. what is you talked about offline uh, the idea of a strategic partner what is a strategic partner and how do you aim to help strategic partners um yeah so strategic partners um yes yeah, just someone looking for a specific type of of uh missionary. So they might have a goal of uh, supporting someone in a particular country, or they want to reach unreached, someone reaching unreached people groups, or someone using a disciple making movements or something. Um, so they have some kind of specific criteria, but there's, there's really no tools out there right now to help them uh, find people with, with those kinds of criteria. Like, for example, if you go to any large mission organizations website, you might find a list of their missionaries. Um, and you might either just get a list of names or you might get names and pictures, but there's no search criteria. There's no way to, you can click on each one of them and read their description, but doing that on a large scale is not practical. 
So, um, and then that's just one organization. You have to go to another organization and so on. Um, and so there's really no tools out there right now to, to help those sort of people. And we know that there are people like this out there. Um, myself, you know, and my wife and I have, have several supporters who are people that we've never met. And, uh, you know, they've read about the ministry we were doing through our organization's newsletter. And they, they just took on our support because they liked, um, you know, the work that we were doing. And, and most missionaries I've talked to have at least one or two or more um, partners like this, where they're people that they, they don't know personally. They didn't start with a personal relationship. Um, but, um, but those people found them somehow. And so we want to try to um, grow that segment of donors, you know, of, of partners, I should say, um, mm. who, are, who are the ones out looking for missionaries rather than just missionaries looking for them. Now, I, I should specify that we don't believe that this is, these strategic partners are ever going to become the bulk of someone's uh, support network. Uh, you know, missionaries are still need to look for partners through relationships and so on so on um, but this could help you know add another 10 percent or so of their support level for these kind of programs. okay okay so that's what you talked about earlier where you've got somebody a, a donor partner specifically who has a, a specific heart for such and such a topic and they want to specifically give to a missionary serving in that area whether it's a dmm movement missionary or somebody who is fighting in the human trafficking fight like right. they're, they're, they're specifically looking for something that their heart is broken over and they want to invest yeah. and pour into okay yeah exactly and we so we have 15 different filters on the website that you can use to just look for people in different ways yeah that was going to be my next my next question how are you guys from a tech side, building like platforms and technology around these databases that can ensure that when I go to search for somebody, I'm finding what I'm looking for. Sure. Yeah. So when a, when a worker um, comes to the website, they can they create their profile and we kind of walk them through a series of questions and uh, they can fill in information like uh, what people groups are they reaching, what what language groups. Are they either either languages that they speak or just languages that the people they're trying to reach um, speak, even if they're reaching them through an interpreter or something? Um, we have things like uh, how old are your kids? You know, um, some people might want to relate um, on a family level. You know, get their kids involved, and be able to find a missionary who has kids of a similar age. Um, you can specify or search by. Uh, yeah, so you we have a, a number of different things you can search by. So you can search um, by what kind of causes or passions the missionary has. Um, you know, like you mentioned, if they have a, a passion for trafficking or uh, something else, you can search by that. You can search their different job skills. Um, if they if they're using uh, medical missions or IT skills, or they fly a plane, or they work on a plane, um, or they work with children. There's a whole list of different uh, job skills. Um, different languages that they speak, different people groups that they're reaching, um, what kind of, if they're trying to use any kind of a movement, like a disciple-making movement um, methodology. Um, mm -hmm. You can search whether they're, what kind of cultural distance. Are they a, a foreigner coming into a different country or are they going, are they a national reaching their own people? Um, 
also another interesting thing is areas of, of impact. So um, a lot of times there's a lot of focus on the missionaries in the, in the field, but not as much focus on the people that are supporting missionaries in the field. So, so our site allows people to specify um, where their work is making an impact. So they might be working in an office in Arizona, but they're really helping, uh, you know, supporting missionaries in Zambia or something like that. So um, we help kind of pull the focus to the, the whole line of, the whole chain of support there. Um, mm. So, and then, and then of course you can search by support level, uh, whether they're at 50% or 60% um, and a few other bits. So yeah, so we guide the users through these profiles. Uh, they set that up and then, um, and then we have the users can come to the website and browse through that or kind of map. We also have like a, a kind of a guided search uh, wizard uh, tool. So you come to the site and uh, we'll ask you some general questions about what kind of things you're interested in and then try to, to help you narrow your search for you. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. And um, that areas of impact search filter is, is really interesting because as things become more digital, you're start, you're starting to see at least I'm starting to see like the idea of a digital missionary somebody who's working either within a pre-existing organization say like a crew doing digital work um, crew has a global reach right and so the the work that that missionary is doing they might be working in Florida right. but the work that they're doing is having impact at a global scale um, and so to support somebody who might be living in Arizona, but have, like you said, influence or impact in a Zambia, other part of the world location. Um, that's a, that's interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Um, with that segue, can, can you share your thoughts on digital and some of the opportunities it provides for connecting the global church, like big C church and, um, in your context, helping connect workers and partners through that tool. Yeah. So, yeah. So the internet is great at connecting people and removing the distance barrier, um, allowing people to find someone with a like, you know, allowing people to find a like-minded person no matter where they're at. Um, so we're definitely trying to take advantage of that aspect. But the flip side of that is that sometimes it, it can create too many opportunities and then people kind of have this, paralysis of choice you know they, they don't know mm. who to talk to or who to connect with because there's there's thousands of, of missionaries out there and they don't know who's doing what or what organization is being most effective or those kinds of things um so that's one of the ways we're, we're trying to help is by providing um, a method to distinguish between people and uh, trying to allow you to again find someone who's of interest to you who you have some kind of existing connection with either through a shared passion or a job skill or, or life experience or something like that. Um, yeah. Well, Kevin, this has been awesome. I want to make sure that we take a break for today's sponsor. So let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll continue our discussion with Kevin Haran of Ergatis. Are you looking to grow your ministry, but don't have the money or marketing knowledge to make that happen? There's good news. Google offers an advertising grant to churches and ministries that is worth $10,000 per month. 
This means that if your ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit, you are eligible to receive $120,000 per year in free advertising dollars. This allows you to place ads at the top of Google search results pages and drive thousands of visitors to your ministry website every month. Our sponsor, Click Nonprofit, helps your ministry acquire this Google ad grant and then manages your Google ads to ensure you get the most out of the grant. Schedule a free consultation at clicknonprofit.com to learn more about how this grant can help your specific ministry. Mention the Ministry Growth Show when you sign up to get 20% off your first three months of management. All right. Welcome back to the Ministry Growth Show. We've been talking with Kevin Haran from Ergatis about the modern challenges of support raising. Uh, Before the break, we started discussing the opportunities that digital provides for the church. Um, Kevin, what do you think are some of the innovations and ideas that you'd like to pursue that you maybe haven't, um, as you've started the organization, maybe been quite able to take advantage of in digital? Yeah. Um, yeah. So one of the things that we've, we were, we'd like to be able to grow into is being uh, more globally, uh, useful, um, around the world. So, um, yeah. So like, for example, being able to accept, uh, donation payments in any local currency using local method, uh, payment methods, um, and Mm. then being able to transfer those, those funds to, um, whatever currency their sending agency is using. So, Instead of it being mostly, you know, people in the West supporting people in the rest of the world, um, enabling, you know, somebody in Germany to uh, support a missionary being sent out of Brazil, for example, um, and you know, going from one current the local currency in Germany to the currency in Brazil, um, and not having to, you know, go through the U.S. dollars or something like that. So, um, so I think that would be really a powerful tool. Enable us to host missionaries from truly anywhere in the world. Um, it does mean also having to be able to translate the website into multiple languages, which is a challenge given the number of, you know, you have individual workers creating their own profiles and you know, translating it would be a challenge. But um, yeah, so that's one thing. And then another, um, another challenge uh, that we'd like to grow into is. Um, methods for having some kind of distributed verification and accountability uh, structure. So, you know, when you're done with large organizations, you know, like Wycliffe, Pioneers or something like that, um, it's easy to kind of know that they're, they're legitimate organizations. Um, but as you get into smaller organizations or different countries um, where, you know, the nonprofit registration process isn't as clear perhaps, or um, it's harder to know exactly what's, what's really happening on the ground. And so, being able to establish sort of a chain of trust between someone that we had or got this already trust and, you know, they trust somebody else who trust somebody else who trust somebody else who knows somebody at this smaller organization. Um, and then can say, yes, this is, this is a good organization they're doing, you know, they're sharing the true gospel. Um, so being able to step, establish those chains in kind of a distributed manner, um, mm-hmm. would be valuable. Um, and then, you know, cause it is important to us to be able to, Sure, the donors on our website that the people that we're representing um, are indeed sharing the truth. Well, and for that, for that first idea, the ability to transfer funds 
from any currency to any other currency. I wonder if there's some stuff you could do connecting to APIs through a Remitly or a Wise or some of those transfer platforms that already exist and have that capability. Mm-hmm. Just plug into the APIs and use the software that already is pre-existing um, to be able to transfer funds like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we've ex- explored a few options. I haven't heard of those. I'd be interested um, to get some details on those those two. Um, we've been using Stripe um, to do payment processing, which does support global payments, um, but there's some challenges in you know trying to avoid excessive transaction fees and um, right change fees and, and some of that. You know, so um, but yeah, it, um, that would also be interesting. Yeah. Um, I know for us, we've, we've hired out contracted talent from all different parts of the world. And so Mm -hmm. when I go to pay those individuals, whether it's a designer or a developer or some graphic designer, um, being able to transfer funds into that, the country in which they reside, um, I'm always trying to find solutions for that because it's different for every country oftentimes or wire transfers get really expensive. Um, And so what are some of the solutions that exist? And some of these platforms are, are new and up and coming platforms and, and tools, digital tools um, that are solving some of these problems. Now they're solving them from a for-profit perspective, but Man, if there's some opportunities to take advantage of integrating with those pre-existing tools and APIs, rather than creating something from scratch, that yeah. there might be some opportunity there. So, yeah, um, yeah. What are what are some of the limitations or requirements that you guys have for organizations and missionaries that can use Orgatus? Yeah, so so we approve at the organization level, and for an organization to be approved, it just needs to, um, you know, be a, a nonprofit organization. They should be an evangelical Christian uh, organization uh, that agrees with our statement of faith, um, and they should have a way to donate online to individual missionaries, um, to their you know people that work for them um, through their website, and then if you're currently an independent missionary. Um, you can always sign up with uh, one of a, a number of different kind of parent organizations uh, out there that provide some accountability and, and manage accepting donations and things. Um, so there's a number of organizations that they're, they don't have a, a ministry goal themselves. They just kind of um, let missionaries come to them with their own goals and then they allow them to carry out their own ministry, but they provide some accountability and oversight there. So that helps us as they got to know that somebody's is, uh, having, is providing some accountability there. Um, so we're currently focusing right now mainly on organizations registered in USA, Canada, UK, or Australia, mainly just because you know we know how to verify nonprofits there. Um, but we're open to other countries. Um, it'd just be kind of a case-by-case basis. Um, and then once an organization is approved, then anyone any individual missionary who's a member of one of those organizations can come to the site and, and sign up right away with no further uh, approval steps required. Okay. And is, can churches who might be sending their own missionaries 
um, be a part of the organization and apply? Uh, yeah, yeah, churches can. Do you find that that is even a thing? Um, I don't recall if we've had any yet. Um, I think the main thing is that they have some online donation platform, which many churches don't. So that, that's sometimes a bit of a problem. Um, but um, yeah, we, we have recently um, changed to be able to accept donations ourselves. Um, so that, that helps with that situation. Okay, so that's a new feature within within your ecosystem. Yeah, yeah. So pre, um, yeah. prior to that, mi missionaries and partners had to send through the sending agency? Yeah, so when we first started Regatus, um, we, we would just send, when, when a person wanted to, you know, partner with a mission, with a worker, uh, we would just uh, direct them off of our site onto the, the, the workers agency's site to make the, make a donation or contact them further. Um, that was a simple way to get started. Uh, we didn't have to try to handle the money ourselves and stuff, but it, it's a more complicated method. You know, user has to hop through a lot more hoops to get to the donation page. So uh, a few months back, we were able to implement our own payment platform um, so we can connect, collect, so we can collect the donations ourselves and then forward them on to the worker. Um, and again, we don't keep any percentage of that donation. We, the whole thing goes on, you know, minus bank fees or credit card fees and stuff. But. Right, whatever whatever platform you're using and the fees that are associated with that. Right. Okay. Um, transitioning a little bit, how important is storytelling in your culture and your strategies and, and your marketing? Like where does story play a role and show up in your ministry? Yeah, so storytelling is, is always a great way to convey uh, your passion for ministry. So you can you know, tell a story about um, something that happened that really touched your heart as the worker, as a missionary. Um, and then you, you, you know, you convey that passion to the people, person reading uh, about your ministry on, on your profile on Regatus. Um, so that's really a key way to draw people into your ministry um, and, and uh, find a connection there. Well, I could see an opportunity where, Say I'm a donor and I'm I'm coming to find somebody that I want to support that's working in with DMM methodologies, for example, like we mentioned earlier. Um, <clears throat> it's one thing to see a missionary and like some of the basic information of of what language groups they're trying to reach and what region of the world they're working in and what you know how many kids they've got and and what languages they know or what, you know, some of those basic, that basic information about the individual, but for that missionary to be able to have a platform in which they could share stories and testify of what God's doing through their work in that, that said location for a donor or a partner investing in missionaries in that way, to be able to see what God is doing, how he's at work in that missionary's life and in, in the work that they're doing in that region would be incredibly powerful, right? And so yeah. um, that could be a cool opportunity to connect missionaries to sending donors or partners um, to, to see how God is at work, how he's transforming real life um, and, and connect at an at a even deeper level 
than just maybe the surface level information about that missionary and, and where they're working. I mean, obviously there's a lot of difficulty that comes with that because oftentimes missionaries are working in places that are hostile to the gospel and they have to be careful about what information they share and, and all the things yeah. that come with that. But um, that could be that could be a really interesting idea. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And um, yeah, we, we kind of encourage the workers and the, when they're filling out the profile to, to try to convey their passion for the ministry as much as they can through their description. Yeah. Stories like you mentioned is a good way to do that. That's cool. Um, well, this has been really uh, a fun conversation for me, Karen. Kevin, I appreciate you taking the time to come on the podcast and the show. If people want to get a hold of you and learn more about what you guys are doing, if they if if we've got mission agencies that are listening and and they want to get their organization on your platform, how can they get a hold of you and learn more? Yeah, sure. So you can certainly um, find us at regatas.org. Um, so that's e r g a t a s dot org website, um, and you can find us on Facebook. Um, again, just searching for Regattas, um, and you certainly could. Um, there's a contact form on the website, but you can also email me at uh, Kevin dot at Regattas dot org. So that's H uh, O R A N Moran. Awesome. Well, hey Kevin, can I pray for you as we wrap up today? Sure. Thank you. Father, we thank you for Kevin and Ergatis. Um, we ask that you would bless and guide and lead him and his team um, as you um, help connect donors and partners and, and those that are interested in um, um, being faithful with their generosity to, to pour into and invest in missionaries and those that have answered your call to go to the farthest reaches reaches of the world, Lord. We, uh, we thank you for Kevin's heart and his desire to solve some very specific and, and niche needs. And uh, just pray that um, you would grow the ministry, you would grow the awareness and um, help guide and lead them as they pursue you and answer the call to be a part of your redemptive story. Father, we thank you so much that we get to be a part of that. And uh, yeah, just pray for guidance and wisdom and, and direction for Kevin and his team. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Kevin, thanks so much for being on the show, man. I really appreciate it. Um, and we wish you guys the best of luck. Thank you. Yeah, it's great to be on. Thank you. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ministry Grow Show. If you enjoyed it, we'd appreciate it if you rate and or review us on the iTunes store. And make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you have a story to share with other ministry directors and pastors, or know someone who would be an incredible guest on the Ministry Grow Show, let us know. We love connecting with ministry executives and sharing their wisdom and insight with our audience. Just send us an email at info at reliantcreative.org. And lastly, if you need help telling your ministry story, we would love to share how we can help in that process. Check out Reliant Creative at reliantcreative.org. See you next time.